Hello everyone, welcome back to your favorite in the life of a conspiracy theorist. And today we're going to talk about Time Magazine and the article that they brought out dealing with the election. So I'm telling you right now, here's Double D going to share with you what is going on in this crazy, crazy world we're living in. Time Magazine comes out and says... The secret history of the shadow campaign that saved the 2020 election. Who did it save it for? China? The elite? The cabal? Because, I mean, if the American people were voting for our president of the United States, and it's legal, and there's nothing to hide, then... Why would it need to be saved? That's the question I think is the million-dollar question right now on everyone's mind. The secret history of this shadow campaign that brought in and saved the election. Now, it goes on to say a weird thing happened right after the November 3rd election. The nation was braced for chaos because, see, they thought that Trump supporters were going to riot. That's why they're doing this impeachment, be it the hypocrite bastards that they are, was saying that Antifa and Black Lives Matter had every right to burn shit down and tear things up. But yet, Trump is so evil. This is another way, see, what, what you are not seeing in the big pictures, they're trying to force a civil war. They're trying to piss off the Trump supporters uh, so much that they see as corruptors, so much that they rise up. And that's the reason why Antifa picked back up right after the election, even though Joe Biden was elected in as the president of the United States. You had Antifa going back again, burning shit down. And again, and again, the nation, which was supposed to be braced, where they called in the National Guard for old uh, Sleepy Joe, as they called the National Guard in and put up these barrier fences, thinking there's going to be an attack and a takeover of the White House, which did not happen. But yet the mainstream media sure as heck was trying to push this agenda and try to call it an insurrection or whatever the heck you want to call it, trying to have the people take back what is rightfully ours in the first place in America is our republic. The nation was braced, as they say, liberal groups had voted to take to the streets, planning hundreds of protests across the country. Right-wing militants. Now, isn't it interesting how they're calling the right-wing militants? See, they don't call the leftists or Antifa these words, these words are in, used in which to make you think that they are the aggressors. We're grinding for battle. And a poll before election day, 75% of Americans voice concerns about the violence because your social media platforms, again, was pushing this agenda, pushing this narrative. And instead, an eerie quiet descended as President Trump refused to concede. The response was not mass action, but 
crickets. When the media organization called the race for Joe Biden on November 7th, jubilation broke out instead as people through the cities across the U.S. celebrate their democracy. Process results as Trump as the outsider. But here's the thing. Where you had Americans and hundreds of and and now you're seeing that with the power of a executive order pen, over nine hundred thousand people are now without jobs. Not even the first hundred days of Joe Biden's um, election has he already caused a crippling blow to America's economic value and our ability to be self and be uh, self-sustained where we're not relying on the UN or anything else but this is what they wanted George Soros you had them buying and doing all this stuff and nothing happened majority business leaders many of whom had backed Trump's candidacy and supported his politics called on him to concede which he did not to the president, something felt amiss, and it was a very, very strange Trump said on December 2nd. Within days after the election, we witnessed an orchestrated effort to pick a winner by the cabal. Now, there was this conspiracy. Here's the thing. What Here's the thing. There is a conspiracy theory. When it uh, goes against the mind puppets, goes against the sh- the people, the the handlers of the sheep, the sheeple, they you know they want to feed them the lines and the stuff that they want them to accept. But anything else that would cause you to think for yourself, to sit here and act on yourself, to sit here and actually. Try to have your brain cells to divide instead of having no brain cells and just following what the mainstream media and the corporations want you to do. You had this overreach that even the UN was surprised by that big tech was able to silence the president of the United States by kicking him off of Twitter and all social media. So as you're having this transpiring take place, they're looking at it going, wait a second. The only country in the world that truly has, truly, truly has, or supposed to, freedom of speech, just silenced the leader of the world's superpower, which goes to show you the power that China has. And not only the power that China has, but the power to wield it in a way that changes policies and politics in the free nation of the United States. As this conspiracy unfolding behind the scenes, it goes on to say, dealing with protest, uh, resistance from the CEO, both surprise results of the uh, informal alliance between the left-wing activists and the business titans. This pact was formalized in a, geez, little nose joint statement. 
of the U.S. Chamber of Commerce and the AFL-CIO published on election date. Both sides would come to see it as a sort of implement bargaining inspired by the summer's massive, sometimes destructive, racial justice protest in which the forces of labor's came together with the force of the Capitol to keep the peace and oppose Trump assault on democracy. And so when you see this, what were they doing? If they were for democracy, then why would you silence anyone? Democracy means that, and the republic means that you as an individual have the right to view and believe what you choose. It's a freedom of choice. You're not being told what is appropriate and what's not. But this is what's happened with the world today with the whole friggin' be politically correct bullshit that is out there. As these things unfolded, it wasn't showing us that, that there was the freedom of democracy or to keep democracy, but it was actually an assault on your constitutional freedoms. That if they could silence someone and not be stopped or heard, and they could actually go against the one thing that makes America unique from all other nations is our constitution. Our military, do not they do not take a, a pledge or pl give their loyalty to any party or person or race. When they take the oath, is for the upholding and protecting of our Constitution. And that there alone makes us different than any other nation out there. Because whether you have to plead to the king or queen of a nation, or to the dictator, or even to the president that is resigning within the office in your country, America was supposed to be different. It was supposed to be where you as the individual, the person, the people had the power. Not corporations. Not a political party, not the elite, not the rich, not the 1%, but the people. And this was stripped from America. It's not that these organizations came together to protect our democracy. No. They wanted to protect their interpretation of democracy that works for them. One in which they can have as campaigns and have you be forced to take vaccines, to be forced to comply. If you do not, you're going to be silenced. You're going to be banned. You're going to be without a voice. And in doing so, limits you from being able to voice or have the freedoms to do so. So as this takes place, you had the handshakes between business and the labor, which was the Democrats, was just one opponent of a vast cross-campaign to protect the election. And, wow, shadow effort dedicated not to winning the vote, but to ensuring it would be free and fair, which is bullshit. It was not. If it was free and fair, then why are you still having conservative views, Christian views, mind you, I mean, right now, 
Biden signs in the, 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 the biggest threat to America's democracy is the right-wing Christians. The Bible thumpers, the believers in the scriptures, they're the biggest threat. And I got to say, you know, for, for the Muslims, they got to be a little bit relieved because the mindset, what I've always said, is when you go after a religion and you demonize that religion, then you can compile everyone that is that believes in that religion as the enemy. And they did this. They did this with strides against the Muslim community. They used 9-11, this farce, this truly unbelievable event that happened on American soil. And we were told that a two trade towers collapsed and burned to the ground. It, it was so hot that it melted the metal and made it like lava. And that it was so hot. But yet, yet we were told by the FBI that a passport, a passport that landed on the side of the street, on the corner, survived. We're not even two skyscrapers that are supposed to be able to intake a front assault attack because that's what they are built not to fall over but to stand erect came tumbling down the two pillars came down so the one pillar could be erected because the new the new babylon is here again if you know scriptures you'll recognize that the mystery babylon is in my eyes america our democracy our republic was destroyed due to 9-11, and patriots stood up and believed that it was the evil Muslims that did this horrendous act on American soul. In doing so, it goes all the way back to World War II. During World War II, America was staying out of the war. But the big corporations, the big tech, the big pe the ones that are in charge of stuff wanted America to go into the war. And this is the reason why George W. Bush's grandfather was on trial for selling and giving money to the Nazis for profiteering off a of war. And they knew that America would not go to war. The people would not go to war and America would not go because we didn't see, we didn't view the world as something that we had to protect. We didn't believe that we were the world's police during this time. We had just got a, a bad taste of our mouth dealing with World War One. Did not want to go into another one. Had no need to. We were already having disputes with Japan at this time. And allegedly, the, the prime minister of Japan was supposed to meet with our president at that time and doesn't show up. It is known fact now that the president knew that an imminent attack was going to happen on America's soil. 
Whether he knew it was going to happen in California or it was going to happen in Hawaii, that is up for debate. But knew that an intimate attack was going to take place, but yet he did not call for the military to be on guard and to be prepared for an attack if one was to come. They allowed the attack to happen at Pearl Harbor. And the reason why was that it was going to cause the American people to rise up, go sign up, and do their patriotic duty to bring down this axis of evil. Same tactics, same propaganda that you saw during World War II was done during this election in the year 2020 of America. But it didn't just happen when Trump came into being the president. It didn't just happen that's the reason why all, you know all this bad stuff started taking place. No. This all took place and was orchestrated to its fullness for decades before, but it was not till the year and the new millennium of 2000, 2001. And they destroyed the two pillars to erect the one pillar to give Nimrod his phallus back, Osiris. And with this, they created what was the Patriot Act through Homeland Security. Now, with the Homeland Security Act, it was going to be able to detain what we told the patriots and the American people, these evil, evil Muslims. We've got to detain them. We've got to keep them incarcerated without a trial without a defense and without any knowledge of why they were being held by the U.S. government. And as the Patriots clapped and paraded and was excited that we were going after the great evil of the Muslims, what ends up happening is uh, what I've always said. If you sit here and demonize a group of people and you judge those groups of people according to what you think is good or evil and you take away their ability to be an individual, to be a people, to be a person, an individual, you lump them together all in the same basket. Don't be surprised when that same tactic is used against you. That is what's taking place right now after the November election to the Christians. The Christians are now looked as being the militants, the radicals. They idolize Trump. And then you have Time Magazine come out and tells us that, that Trump, the president, was not remorseful of, a, of the pandemic and automatically inclined uh, to say that it came from China. He was given his label. 
Trump, who was being the, the voice of the working class American patriots, they were sitting here telling us that America is not what it used to be. So our pack said that we had to have a third world war. For that to happen, you would have to have America not to be the America that it is today. This man that was during the time of the Civil War talked about the First World War, talked about the Second World War, and then he talks about the Third World War that the Masons have had orchestrated with the Cabal and the Illuminati and the elite ever since they went to Jekyll Island to create the Federal Reserve so that we would be codependent on an outside source instead of us being dependent and, uh, and relying on our own devices. America was designed and had all the resources that we never would have to trade or buy from any other country. We could produce it all here and keep it in-house. That's what it was intended to be. But that's not what has happened. We're told that we got to open up our borders, which America has always been very adamant about having our borders closed, protecting the land that we do have. Just take a look at Texas and Alamo and what happened there. It's letting you know that America was supposed to be self-sustaining, not relying on any foreign government for aid, for money, or for product. So in these past four years, the world was seeing what would take place and happen and deal with the fact that this would take place and happen. But you were seeing that America could sustain by itself. They did not, it could not only do that, but within four years, it was crippling the China's economy and all these other economies that are out there that were enacted to take away our jobs here in the United States and give them to foreign bodies. But they come right out and tell us right in this Time magazine that they that they got states to change their voting systems and laws and help secure hundreds of millions in public and private funding. They fended off voter suppression lawsuits, which recruited armies of poll workers and got millions of people to vote by mail for the first time. They successfully uh, pressured social media companies to take a, a harder line against disinformation and to use the data-driven strategies to fight viral smears, which, again, is their propaganda. They executed the, Nas uh, the National Public Awareness Campaign to help Americans understand how to vote. Really, here's the interesting thing. Help the American people how to vote. Well, what was the biggest trend on Twitter and, and Google was looking up, how can I change my vote from Biden to Trump? Or after the election, after these executive orders that Biden has already signed in to work for the global elite, do these people now sit there and go, 
I regret voting for Biden. Let that sink in. So y'all allow these corporations to tell you how to think. And they allowed you to only see the things they wanted you to see. And they allowed you to look at the things that they wanted you to look at. And not only and the things that they would sit there, and if you had this dangerous thought, this ideology that America to a patriot should come first and not the globalist, then you were silenced. Your counts were deleted. You were told your ideology goes against our community guidelines. And this control of thought, control of the media and social media, orchestrated into one of the biggest things to rob a nation of its democracy, of its republic. You allow these big businesses and stuff and tech tell you who to vote for, why you should vote for them, Instead of letting you do your own research, if you put up anything on Twitch or t- uh, Tinder or Twitter or Facebook, the set there and exposed Joe Biden and his running mate of the hypocrisy that they have done in their policies as being in the in Congress and the Senate. You get to look at and you would see. They were not for the working class. They were for the elite. They were for China. They were getting their bat scratched and their palms greased. While China was telling America to bend over and bear it. And American citizens kept silent. They wanted the Trump supporters to rally up, to rile them up so they would go to arms. And this would give them the right to try and appeal the Second Amendment, something that the Democrats have tried to do for a long, long time. You would start to recognize that the Democratic Party was not democratic at all was communist in nature people of both parties who accomplished the triumphant American democracy at its very foundation says Norm Owls who is a lawyer and former Obama administration administration officer hmm This was crazy. They claimed that Trump and his allies were running their own campaign to spool the election. And it's it's mind-boggling when you go on and read what came out of the, the, the mouth of the New York Times claiming that this was the only way to save democracy. 
is the biggest way to rob it. You are no longer the brave and the free. You are now known as the collective. You are now to think as the collective collective will want you to think. You're to act the way the collective wants you to act. And you can only do what the collective tells you is appropriate for you to do. It saddens me. It really does. We are living in some perilous times right now. And as I sit here thinking about what has already transpired and what has already happened, I can't help but think that the younger generation, the generations now, will never understand what it meant to be a true, independent, free American citizen. Reagan told us that other countries who are oppressed look to America to flee to, to get to, to achieve, to be there, to get there for the freedoms that we have so squandered in these past 20 years. That if America falls, there will be no nation that anyone will be able to run to to have those freedoms. Understand, these political parties, whether you're Republican or Democrat, they're not for you, they're for themselves. They tell us to wear masks and to do social distancing, but yet they can go to restaurants and throw parties. They can tell us that our small businesses can't be open because of a pandemic, but yet we're allowed to go to the Walmarts and the Targets and all other big me, uh, big mainstream companies. We're told that we're not allowed to go to see our families on Thanksgiving and that we shouldn't do things at Christmas time, but yet we can go to the Super Bowl. And we can sit in the stands at the Super Bowl and support two teams. They tell you what is appropriate for you to do and what is inappropriate for you to do. It's okay for people to stand up and go against racial and, and racism and burn shit down. But yet you have a rally to say, let's support our troops. Oh, you, you, you can't do that. You're, you're supposed to be social distancing. People think we lost our democracy uh, because of this election. That we lost our republic because of this election. We didn't lose anything in this election. We already lost it after 9-11. Now was the time that all the people would be able to see it for what it really was. 
no more freedom and no more free thinking. It's not a conspiracy if it's true. But yet we, in our times now, even me making a video like this, doing this podcast, could be considered misinformation. Look up, look up the gentleman in Florida who's now facing 10 years for his political views and him making jokes and memes about the election is now looking to be put in jail for 10 years in the United States for him expressing his freedom of speech and his freedom to believe what he chooses. Take a look at what happened in the Senate and in, in Congress where they did not like this lady's thoughts that there was a cabal and that there was a ploy, but yet her constituents voted her in, but yet the Democrats told her she could, she, they voted her out. The arrogance and the bite, if they're able to say who is allowed to be a congressperson and who's not, that means that you, the people, don't have a voice anymore if, it, if your voice doesn't match up with what their voice is telling you to do. How can y'all not see it? There's a line in a movie. I think it's one of the biggest and one of the awesome lines is in uh, Star Wars franchise and it's before Disney ruined Star Wars with its wokeness. You have Queen Sister uh, and says, with thunderous applause, with thunderous applause, freedom dies. Liberty dies with thunderous applause and that's what's happening in our world today as always please pay attention to your surroundings because you never know what lies on the corner god bless